0: Welcome to The Sprocket, where we're ranking every movie ever made best to worst. This is episode four. I have Michael here. Hello, Michael. Hello, Tucker. Michael, have you seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon?
1: I had not before uh, This Sprocket.
0: But now you have. as
1: of now, yes, I have seen Ang Lee's wuxia film classic, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon.
0: I have tried to watch this movie, let's say three times, and this was the first time I made it through because I needed to. And Michael, you'll have to slap me across the face for this, but I find this movie impenetrable and boring. Really?
1: Yes. I find it the exact opposite. Just to say, I found it accessible as far as Chinese films go, and I found it thrilling at times. (laughs) <laughs> i'm to preface that there are sure, sure
0: there's
1: there's there there are lulls yes I'll give you that
0: michael you're beyond just like a personal interest you have like studied asian culture
1: yeah so i guess that's and that maybe kind of helped here i
0: i'm just laying uh, that on the table for yeah the during
1: on. during the college years i i did study east and southeast asian politics and culture i have certificates in that and so there's like a there's an academic side here sure i i've committed time and money to to (laughs) To to anime to watching anime
0: without subtitles on um i have not but from a hook okay so yeah like i don't understand how this movie did what it did which is like earn some academy awards right and like do very well here Somehow. Yeah.
1: well, so to check that there, I think most of the Academy Awards were uh, were production stuff. Okay, that um, makes sense though to me. Costume set design. I don't. I'm gonna check that quick though. Okay, but I believe that was the case. Okay, except it also won best foreign film and it was nombed for best film.
0: Really? See, that's yeah. how I knew about it. Um, yeah like, culturally, was just like, this is that movie that did well at the Oscars that one year when I was a kid. That <laughs> was, like, no one expected because it was from China, and it's Chinese yeah. language. and
1: so Which is, I think, a big deal, but... Yeah. Because I find the Oscars to be kind of singular as far as what it considers.
0: Yes. Prestige no horror.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, even beyond <laughs> that, I, I, I find... <laughs> that this this image of sequestering most foreign films to a best foreign film category so green book can win film of the year is yeah a bit of a bad way to go about things but but yeah so it looks like you know it won for cinematography original score art direction um it had noms for had nominations for a lot of your other your other big production stuff your film editing your costume design but then it also had you know it won the Best Foreign Language Film, and it also was nominated for Best Picture and Best Director. Okay. So it's it's not just a, this is a well-put-together thing. It's a, people liked it.
0: Right. And that's the part you'll have to explain to me as we talk about <laughs> Crouching Tiger and okay. Jane. Because uh, let's start at the very beginning. Uh, this movie jumps you in, in a way that I find really off-putting, where it's kind of you're starting in the middle of a story and it's like Mm -hmm. it's establishing a lot of things very quickly at the beginning of this movie Mm -hmm. um and maybe if i understood this era better or you know the culture or the language or anything maybe (laughs) i would have a better idea of what is going on at the beginning of this movie but otherwise it is a hurdle um
1: so as far as that goes for me, I had, I did have an actually pretty easy time following it. And I wondered how much of that is having that kind of background. I don't think it needs to be like a cultural understanding as much as it's like a, maybe a, a a understanding of the medium a bit more An understanding of like these, these wuxia films, these Kung Fu films. Can you explain what what that is? Yes. Yeah. So wuxia is a style of Chinese fiction, um, kind of, like imagine your kung fu epics but a little more mysticism okay so they're built around this this wudang uh style of like mythical martial arts almost um and this isn't the first film to kind of play off of that i mean this is this is like an established stylistic thing and established in chinese fiction it's established in chinese film and in kind of spin off films of Taiwan and you'll find it in Taiwan you'll find it in Hong Kong. And uh I mean it's also it's also kind of what just as like a side fun fact here, it's also where Wu Tang clan gets their name.
0: Nice.
1: Because sometimes they're referred to as the Wu Tang clan. But uh that But far uh right. yeah so that's there's kind of that like, okay you need to know that this is we're gonna get that weird, campy kind of martial arts that that more more uh, mystical, action adventure fantasy kind of thing.
0: Is it and, campy from our perspective, or is it campy from the original I, perspective? I
1: don't know necessarily. Okay. I I kind of I hesitate, to, I hesitate to really say that, but at the same time, I mean when they're when they're doing the thing when they're floating through the across the roofs and stuff yeah, like that, it's very key. clearly there's like. You know, there's wires and stuff like that. And I think that was a very intentional. Okay. um, A very intentional. uh, uh, Choice. Choice, Yeah, yeah. choice. It was a very, it was a very intentional choice. Okay. Uh, Because I mean, this is, this is the year 2000. At this point, you can, you'd be able to just kind of cut in visual effects to where these practical effects
0: are. This is post matrix, let's say.
1: Yeah, this is post matrix. Yeah, that's true. Um, built off a lot of the, at least some, I am, I actually believe it to kind of be built off a lot of the same, some of the styles that the Matrix is playing with. Yeah. Too. While we're at it, but uh, so you need that, and then the other side is that there's a bit that a lot of the early conversation kind of bends around Buddhism in a way. Okay. Um, so that all flew about, over.
0: That's yeah, like, when yeah. he's
1: talking about like meditating and. Trying to lose everything and and how everything's an illusion that is that's Buddhism. Okay. So. Okay. Those are maybe the two initial cultural barriers I think. Yeah. The two initial barriers, <laughs> I think. So. And there might be more that kind of pop up as it goes on. Um, yeah. I am going to go out on a limb and assume you really haven't. Have you really ex- had an experience with that kind of with Chinese filmmaking before or anything like that or.
0: Um. I like Wong Kar Wai a lot, but not... Okay. That's completely different, and that's like my only experience, so... Okay. Not really, no. Okay.
1: So, I also find it, found it kind of interesting, then, that this is the the breakthrough film, almost. Not a breakthrough yeah. film, but this is like one of the big... The one. <laughs> one of the ones that crosses over, and it's yeah. so... Because I do think there's a bit of a, a cultural understanding that can be a I, I think they kind of dumb a lot of that stuff down to some degree, but it's still, it's there. It's it's okay. not exactly easy to get over um, and can be kind of confusing, especially, I think, for American audiences.
0: Okay. So you don't think this was at all, or do you think this was at all um, targeted towards, like, me, let's say?
1: You see, that I don't know, because, I mean, so the, the filmmaker here, Ang Lee, or Ang Lee, um made movies before yeah they've they've been in uh u.s markets before yeah so he's he's he knows kind of he's if he's looking for a global audience he kind of he understands what the global audience is like okay so i don't i don't know how tailored it is i didn't read up on that at all i didn't yeah i got a sense that it was like modernizing a very classic style of filmmaking Okay. And I don't know whether or not that was done with the intention of making it this global this global, you know, breakout movie.
0: It's weird. It's weird to think about China making movies for us instead of us making movies for China considering how things have gone. But
1: um really quick here to kind of clarify that though, it is uh, i'm looking at the production stuff right now so um so ang Lee is taiwanese okay um he's not necessarily chinese and that's okay. that's a sentence that will might get so he's taiwan <laughs> um, <laughs> yep and a lot of the actors are actually coming from not only china but outside of china it is based on a chinese novel okay but that's kind of important because it's actually interesting that i guess in china this film wasn't as received as well from, by audiences because they couldn't get by the accents because people were speaking with
0: oh, Malaysian weird.
1: accents, <laughs> Taiwanese
0: <laughs> accents. Yeah. Trip me up too, oh. man. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. What, what I'm saying, where I'm coming from, Michael, is we can put all that stuff that matters and we can put that all in a bucket and we can put that bucket aside and I still think the beginning of this movie... Is poor and does bad job of setting things up. Because there's no intro to this movie. It just begins in the middle see, of the movie. Y-
1: mm, I want to say yes, but that didn't bother me.
0: Okay. It cannot bother you, but we could still maybe acknowledge that this movie has no intro or yeah, really.
1: But, I mean, as far as that intro goes, I I don't feel like it needed it. Okay. I I'm sure okay did. with kind of jumping into the middle of a story.
0: I was desperate for it,
1: cause Tucker needs his expositions.
0: Well, I need my setup of some kind. Give I me expos, Daddy. I need, I need like, uh, I need hooks on these characters to kind of, yeah. Because this the plot's really not that complicated overall. No. What's going on? So there's, yeah, yeah, there's like a there's, there's a sword. like yeah, there's a sword <laughs> and a lady
1: and a lady. But it's not about the sword really. Yeah. That's the sequel that's about the sword. <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> um, sure. So yeah. you've got Okay, so let's get the cast list going here. Sure. You've got your main uh your your main martial arts master here, okay. Limu Bai. Yeah. He's the 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 teacher guy, the one who's like I'm ready to give it up after one last mission.
0: Right. Very likable
1: yeah did you think so?
0: Yes, he was like the uh the guy I felt like you were able to relate to or kinda or the lady him and the lady, the supposed or hopeful love interest, I feel like those were the two that I could relate to,
1: to oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, Shunyan. the uh yeah, the two, yeah, and that I kind of felt the same way. Those were the two that I. At least especially Shulian, uh, the, the main lady. Michelle She's Yates awesome. Character. Yeah.
0: She's great at everything she does in this movie. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're not the main characters, really. Which uh, kind of threw me for a while. They moment.
1: are and they aren't. Because then you've also got the thief. The thief. The ninja thief, I mean. The, the, <laughs> yeah. The... The not mystical... the not the other thief, the Jade Fox, who's who's the villain, and then disappears for most of the movie, and then comes back. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Who's teaching the thief, or supposedly teaching the thief? Even though the thief has surpassed the <laughs> master. <laughs> Yay! It's true. It's very true. That's all right. Yeah. That all that's all good. That's fine.
1: That's, that's... I actually, I kind of like that one scene where she's like, you know, I've I've you've only studied the shapes, but. Yeah, you've reached your limit and it's kind of a cool thing i don't know if if i like that where that went as far as the story goes but hmm. but that brings us to the next the group yeah so we've got the thief uh jun yu she's the daughter of the uh,
0: uh the daughter of the governor <laughs> oh sure okay
1: she's betrothed to some other rich guy yeah by the name of go
0: and that all washed over me all that like politics marriage stuff was just like okay she's marrying somebody i guess
1: yeah which i mean it didn't i kind of liked some of the political stuff going on here until it didn't matter
0: yeah yeah
1: like i liked it as like oh is this a ploy to to shame this one family okay um i liked that angle to it i liked it when it was like this insider palatial politics okay and then it doesn't become that, and it's more about...
0: It becomes more personal. It's like a personal journey type of thing Yeah, basically.
1: yeah. So then you, the other characters we've got here, we've got, I guess the other main character worth talking about is Lo, the Dark Cloud.
0: You will have to describe who this is, because that's not ringing a bell Um,
1: He is the, the raider.
0: Oh, the love interest guy, the Han Yeah, Solo. the... Yeah, the Han Solo. Okay,
1: yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, and that's, I kind of wanted to talk about that bit of, that part a bit more, too. Okay, because I think there's some stuff going on there that is like, like American
0: Western. Sure. Yeah, he's an outlaw. He's a rebel.
1: He's a scruffy-looking nerf herder.
0: <laughs> he's Robin Hood. Yeah, kind um, of. I can... That was like prime Tucker fall asleep during movie time was that whole middle section where they're in the desert yeah uh, i don't think it's bad but it's just like... uh i might because <laughs> yeah, that was that was it. where i had
1: the biggest issue too which is a shame because it's also the part that i was kind of geeking out about from like a, a cinema perspective yeah, like style because to me it was like ticking these boxes of like <laughs> like like oh my god westerns yeah Oh, like these sweeping landscape shots. These Tatooine. attempts to kind of turn the desert into like this this role in the story. Yeah. This this idea of like liberation and stuff like that in the West that maybe isn't is more myth than reality. Ooh. Because it's it's cause they definitely live a hard life and yeah. um. But oh. I like that part a lot, and yeah, that I like that idea a lot. But as far as it went, filmmaking wise. Like, did they establish why the comb was ever actually important?
0: Um, I mean, it's just like a symbol of their undying, you know, love. Or whatever, right, before right? then, though. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't know. When he
1: steals the comb and she chases him across she's spunky. the west. She's spunky, yeah. Um, And then the other part where she goes from being like this, this untrained thief who's, you know, she's betrothed in a marriage she doesn't want to be in. I, I get that part, but then she goes from that to being this this absolute kind of Beast. badasses of sorts, <laughs> yeah. but this unlikable version of that. Yeah. Because at that point, what's the? I, I don't remember exactly like what the, the plot even was with her.
0: The, the middle yeah. of this movie just kind of blends together into this yeah. mush for me. Because by the time she's in the restaurant, I felt like there wasn't like a strong. Because the sword, you know, it comes back to the sword over and over. The sword, the sword. We fight over mm-hmm. the sword a lot. I feel like they just b- make it become this more personal story towards the end of the movie, and that's fine. And I actually like that more than the politics. That's just me. But I felt like at that point, it's just a lot of cool fight scenes and then like some sad personal stuff happens. But I didn't feel like there was a strong plot happening.
1: And that's... I agree with you completely there. I didn't... I liked... I, like when you get to that that big bar fight i was having fun watching that oh, but sure. at the same time it's like there's no there's what is the narrative center. anchor here where is yeah. she going what's going on why does any of this actually matter i mean it, she runs away which is right. is is good <laughs> it's fitting for the character and it, yeah. it it's 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 okay
0: yep it but sense. there's
1: no but outside of that it's just kind of she's wandering between places with this sword and people know who she is and she <laughs> kicks their butt. There's a bar fight sequence, which is yeah. awesome, especially if it's like you're digging into this this, this western kind of communication thing. Because it's not like exclusively a Western thing, but at the same time in the same movie mm-hmm. that you have these sweeping landscapes, you're having the, the good old saloon yeah. um fisticuffs. Yeah. It was fun. I had fun with that. And yeah. then there's like that that last shot of that scene where she looks like she looks like you know she did it. It's like that closing still, still of her, and she's won. And then the the bridge falls over mm-hmm. inside the saloon. Like oh the, the, yeah yeah walk, yeah that catwalk just tumbles and yeah. it's like that that comedic yeah yeah like that's like that an comedy, Indiana like... Jones moment or something. Yeah exactly yeah. yeah.
0: That was probably my favorite part of the movie. Honestly, was that bar fight because it's just so creative and fun. All yeah.
1: I like well I mean I like that and then I think it's fair to say that some of the other high points in this movie were the other fight
0: scenes. It's really good, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, really yeah, good.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yo, it's it is great. I okay. didn't I was wondering how the cuz they do the whole, you know, like that that floatier mm-hmm. uh style with it when they're running across the rooftops. I was wondering how you how you felt about that cuz that to me was like the least cuz <sighs> these are very intense fight scenes and then yeah. you kind of break from that. And I liked it a lot from like a I enjoyed it a lot, but I can see where maybe that's you know, mm. if I'm if I'm average Joe Schmo American sure. film watcher and I see that it's like, oh that's that looks so fake.
0: It does. It looks like theater. It looks it took me out of the experience, you yeah. know, because it's like, oh the fighting looks so good and then it's just surrounded by people on wires, like, doing the fake running through the air, and it looks so <laughs> silly.
1: It does. But... but I kind of liked it a lot.
0: I don't hate it. You know, I don't, okay. it's not a negative for me, but it's not... It doesn't mesh with the fighting to me in a way okay. I think it's probably supposed to. It also is not interesting... Like, sure, it's cool looking, like that's like reductive but i i get I, I think i get what you're getting out of those scenes but to me it didn't really add anything to the drama of the fight usually because yeah. it's just like people flying after each other um and that kind of sapped all of the enjoyment for me from like one of the most signature scenes in this movie which is the where they're in like the the forest mm-hmm. like, oh and they're yeah the they kind of swaying yeah. back and forth and that's like the scene I feel like people talk about with this movie, but it it just looked kind of silly and that kind of, there wasn't enough fighting, I guess, in that scene to make up for it. It's, it's inventive, you know, it's really, it's not something you would see in another movie, but it's hard to look past the, yeah, just the fact that it doesn't look like other movies do mm-hmm. in a bad way, sort of. But
1: it was one of those things where I figured if there's a like visual barrier for, you know, your average film going audience. Yeah. Circa 2000.
0: That you're looking at it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's not this. It really didn't impact, you know, my (laughs) overall opinion of the movie. It was just kind of because it doesn't happen enough to be like a hindrance.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's some major scenes where that's the case. I mean, there's the one where, yeah, you've got Li Mubai chasing Jun through the the trees. There's, I think, I thought the rooftop chase was initially like the original, like the first yeah. one when the thief first tries to take the sword. Yeah, and you've got uh, Shu Lian chasing him down. I I loved that.
0: Yeah, that was my favorite of those. For yeah, sure. Uh,
1: and then there's like a little comment later on uh where was it it was something about uh how yeah it, that when the the i think it was the the bandit comes back to um to beijing to try to meet jun and he's like i would have come earlier but your rooftops have been pretty crowded lately <laughs> i good. thought it was funny
0: W well, uh, that is great transition because i would love to talk about the comedy in this movie uh okay I think it's a very broad comedy.
1: Yeah, I can we kind of go back to the fights first or is that Yes. too soon of a shift because I feel like My we should poor really transitions. I feel like we should really dig into the, the fight sequences here because there's if I think if there's moments that really really let a lot of the drama kind of blow up on the page. It's it's some of these scenes where where especially the fight between um Jun and Shulian. Okay when they're at the when they're at the, the headquarters and it's just those two one on one.
0: Yes. Going and she's through like the chopping through action. all of the weapons <laughs> yeah. and
1: she keeps grabbing new weapons and eventually getting this giant thing like stick thing. Yeah. And she doesn't finish the fight even though she could win.
0: Yeah. Blew like your that mind. Part a lot. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was like, because I, to me, felt like this is, we're building up to something. She, Jun Yu's gone rogue, and the only one who can stop her is Shu Lin. So they have the big, like, I, I, I like that. And then it's just like, she's trying to give her, give Jun the, the way back, almost, if that makes sense. Yeah. I liked it. I was like, okay. And then she nicks her shoulder instead. And yeah. But just like the whole choreography of that fight scene was so built up, it was so dramatic, and that was one where you didn't have a lot of the showier kind of stuff you have going on with it in this movie.
0: What What you do, do you mean?
1: Uh, running up and down.
0: Oh, okay. Like superhuman. Uh, well,
1: yeah, the more superhuman stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was there, but it
0: wasn't as like core to it. Yeah. Because as soon as you have the superhuman stuff, it loses all weight because it's like these people aren't people you yeah. can fly so but when you just have two ladies in a room fighting each other with sticks it's like
1: yeah yeah and then the way that it's just kind of shot is very intense there's yeah there's at least one where shot where it's like a close-up of each of their faces and you don't really see the actual fighting but you see that it's like it felt gripping it felt like really intensely personal for these fights and then just kind of the choreography in general the way it's it It felt realistic to some degree. There's a lot of like those back and forth parrying going on it's It's working fast, it's dynamic, yeah the camera's working with that and making it fast and dynamic.
0: It's very rarely just two people standing still and punching each other. There's like yeah, there's a lot of like chasing and other people coming into the scene and causing havoc and
1: yeah, and even when it's just them it, even if it does break down to like a standstill kind of thing. I think it's shot with enough dynamicism to kind of break yeah. whatever kind of how how what whatever kind of momentum would be lost by that, I think it's broken by just the camera work shifting around, moving in toward moving closer at times, sweeping at times, and it's never too
0: long. It's good. This yeah, way. it's it's great. But like average Joe, me, you know, there's a lot of is this just a, you know, there's a lot of, hmm, there's a lot of kung fu movies that have really good fighting and the plot is bad and it's a bad movie, but the fighting is good. Is this, is that this movie? That's where I'm at. Like, um, I get, you see, cause
1: I like the plot to this movie.
0: Yeah. Mostly. I like the characters. Yeah. But I would probably like the characters in a bad kung fu movie where they fight each other type of thing, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and that, that was part of what I wrestled with because it's not your conventional, or actually I do think it's a pretty conventional plot and that's maybe part of the problem because I think it suffers from that slow middle yeah. that most films, regardless of who, what, where, when, and why kind of suffer with. Because yeah. I feel like you've got this kind of buildup. There's a little bit of palace, palace entry going on. You got these characters who are established that where. Where oh, Xulian likes Li Bai, Does Li Bai like her back? Um, <laughs> but that was one of my favorite parts.
0: Yeah, yeah, and romance, that's yeah,
1: because that's part of what I think one of the part one of the 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 personal stories. I think it does the best. And then you've yeah. got this other character who doesn't want to be married but has to be married. Pretty typical for these kinds of movies, I think. Yeah. Or, and it's it, it pretty typical for like a lot of period movies.
0: But. It also gives them an excuse to end the movie the way they do, which did not register with me at all. And it was just like, what? Like, I get it, but I get Oh, it. yeah. It's like yeah. a legend. It's like a tale. I get it, but like...
1: And that legend's only barely referenced in yeah. that slow middle section. So it doesn't really feel like you're building to that.
0: It seemed unnecessary. Yeah. Well, I guess like i get why she did it but it's it's like uh like again these aren't people these are characters these this is like allegory or it's like a legend or something like she couldn't yeah. be with him so she had to jump off the bridge and it it was like okay fine <laughs> like you couldn't have ended the movie on a worse note for me is this like wonky enya music video that just erupts at the end of this yeah. After the characters I care about are like not in commission anymore, so yeah, yeah,
1: no, that's fair. And that I, when that happened, I didn't think they earned that kind of ending at that
0: yeah. point, yeah, like that could have been effective, it could have been, yeah, um,
1: but I don't know, introducing that during this kind of sloggy middle section, um, and building up to that with these, these like, I, I, I don't feel like there's a whole lot of actual development happening once, once you've got that, like, that, that, uh, once you've got John leaving.
0: Okay. Uh, um, like the desert romance stuff and then the... yeah,
1: once you, and once you hit the desert romance stuff, I feel like there's very little actual development after that? I agree. And I think that's what kind of hurts this because I mean it's like it obviously it's building up to her leaving. Yeah. Um obviously that's that's where we're going with this once once it's revealed that she's like this Wudong master in training and then you get to the part where she's got a second lover and and it once once we get there it's like okay her story is not going to end with this kind of forced marriage garbage. Right. Um, But then like after that, all that happens is that you get a little bit more about her background and I, to to varying success, I think narratively. Yeah. And after that, what kind of like character development is there for her? I feel like there's supposed to be something and Um, all you get is that she's
0: kind of, well, she's, Arrogant, and then she's yeah. kind of put in her place, and then it's over. <laughs> or something. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I don't get what she's trying to accomplish. I guess at some point.
1: Yeah, and that's that's the thing is I don't think they establish that she's trying to accomplish anything other than run away.
0: Okay, but she wants a sword
1: still because I think the sword was supposed to be like her trump card. It was the only reason she was. I mean, it was the only reason she won or could even almost win with any of the the actual important fights. Okay. Um at least that's how I read that.
0: Yeah, it was kind and, of a crutch at some point.
1: Yeah, and that's why that there's that scene where uh where she's like take it from me and Limu Mubai, Mubai does. That's a good and thing to throws say. throws it down the waterfall. Yeah. And she chases after it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Like,
1: and I felt like that was supposed to go somewhere. It's yeah. like this is good. This is great. This yeah. is this is Conflict. A character moment.
0: Action, yes. Yeah.
1: And then I feel like it's kinda wasted almost. She's picked up by Jade Fox, who's been gone half the time after she got her ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. And I'm here to
0: cause conflict in the movie.
1: Yeah, we have to f- have our closing act now with our main villain.
0: Yeah. Cause like yeah, exactly. It's like there's no I need a 3 act structure. I'm a traditionalist. You know, I'm a structuralist. I need mm-hmm. my rise and fall and I feel like there's no first act to this movie and then there's like three third acts. And then there's the part where they're in the desert. Like I okay. feel like the the restaurant brawl that was cool, that could have been like a uh, leading into the end of the movie, but there's like 40 minutes of this movie after that. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Yeah, and that's I think and that's I, a fair I don't hate everything that happens after that restaurant. Like, like I think the, the part where he's poisoned, and like that whole thing, I think that was really effective. I was into that, you know, micro story that was happening there, mm-hmm. because you see like the culmination of all these character arcs. But then the movie keeps going after that. Still, like it just keeps yeah, going. Yeah, like
1: it's it's set up that that's not the ending, even though yeah, it feels like it should be, and I. And I wonder how much of that is, is, and this is where, you know, my, as far as like cultural understanding and stuff like that goes, I don't, I have an academic background in these kinds of things, but it's not like I explicitly, like I was sitting there parsing the, parsing narrative structures and stuff like that. And it was more of a political side and history side. And so I don't know, the reason I'm saying that, because I don't know whether or not that's typical of sure of maybe narratives and Ch- of Chinese storytelling. Yeah. Cause outside of this, I have only a very limited background. And I can say that was also a very, that that more limited background was also, was also in stories that were kind of not structured the way Western plots are structured. We have these very strict um, exposition, rising action, climax, falling action kind of structure. And yeah. I don't, And obviously that's not exactly here.
0: Yeah. It's not too far off. Like the same, you still get the same kind of journey. It just kind of is pushed and pulled or stretched. Certain Mm -hmm. parts of it are in kind of ways that feel kind of unnatural with no experience with this other type of film. Like maybe, you know, in 200 Sprockets when we've done a bunch of Chinese movies, we'll be like, oh, yeah, this makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then we re it at the top. <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um,
1: but yeah, so how about, how did you feel kind of about the the overall aesthetic here? Like the visual side of things? Um, Settings th- and how that's captured.
0: Occasionally this looks like people on a set. Which, what okay. can you do? You know, it's
1: it's probably people on a set.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We're kind of used to, or I'm kind of used to not having that be the case, I guess. And there were parts of this movie that looked like, you know, maybe like a kung fu movie would look where <laughs> they're just like, you know, they are not outside right now, even though they yep. should be in the movie. Um, but they're, outside of that, I think this movie looks very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's well shot. I like... How fluid the fighting is compared to dialogue, which is very like very rigid. There's a yeah. lot of just like close-up, like it looks filmic, and then you get to the fights, and it looks different. And I really like that because it kind of lets you yeah. know you're in for a good time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, great. Some um, of the... uh, I'm gonna say what you were gonna say before you said it. The landscape shots are awesome.
1: Yes, I wasn't gonna say that right there. I was gonna okay. say that eventually, but I did. I have my note sheet. My note sheet here. Hit me. And some of the things i was i was writing down is just like individual shots, okay of like the establishing shot of the Wudong headquarters or their headquarters, yeah, and how it's like the symmetrical like the symmetrical view of the front of the the main building,
0: is that like the and palace how, out in the mountains, like the big, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: and how I like that there's one where they're like debriefing after a major fight happened and the camera's tilted. Okay. So it it looks a little uneven and I thought it added like this dramatic like the single shot had like a dramatic flare because the camera was tilted now. So now you're only getting like a like an angled shot of the building in the background and you've got all the the four characters on scene in different at different heights and Okay. Okay. I liked it a lot. I was like, "Ooh, I see what's going on here." <laughs> and then you've got like the sweeping shots especially in western china okay where you're with them you're in the mountains yeah and those are Beautiful. gorgeous yeah. and that's i like those a lot um as far as one of the other ones that stood out to me is when they first go to beijing and you've got like they're they're, they're they've rebuilt it to be like like Qing Dynasty Beijing, so like late Imperial Beijing. Okay. So you've got this sweeping shot of the Forbidden City, and I just thought it looked fantastic. (laughs) Okay. So yeah. So visually, I guess what I wanted to say is visually, I loved a lot of what was going on.
0: Okay. Yeah. Most of it for me is the fight scenes kind of through my eye. Um, People talking in palace, not so much, I guess. Yeah. Not noticeably bad or anything, just...
1: How did you feel about... You wanted to talk comedy earlier, right?
0: Yeah. Comedy. Let's talk some laughs. The guy with the ponytail or whatever. Is that what he is? Is he comedy? Is he the comedy? I can't tell. The kind of... Oh, the
1: guy guy who's like a monk and he
0: gets... He's trying to protect people, it seems like. And and he
1: gets wrecked in the one fight. He's like paralyzed and... Yeah. He awkwardly swings himself into the middle and... That was very goofy. (laughs) I I think that was his role there was to be comic relief.
0: Okay, that didn't work for me so much. No? No. I, I initially read
1: it as like a... So my initial reaction was like, oh, it's clear that they're making him out to be someone who's not as experienced as these other fighters. Okay. And it's like, I like that until... They threw him into the middle, and they're like fighting him around him, and it's clear it's like no, he's just being a doof. His role here is not to not to be like a not to like be their equivalent of a red shirt. He's just supposed to be a doof. Yeah,
0: because that's like uh, that fight is not the main people, right? That's kind of like your your tertiary characters are all fighting each other until the main. Yeah, and it's
1: even and one of the issue one of the issues I have is that I feel like there's this. A thing happens in that fight and there's no payoff for it emotionally. Okay. You get introduced oh. to this inspector from Sean who's, yeah. who's investigating the jade fox. And there's like this, this plot to it where like he wants revenge somewhat or something. And uh, it's just him and his daughter. His wife is no longer there. So then you get the fight scene happen and he dies.
0: Yeah. And that's it. Kind of unceremoniously just kind of like Yeah. Uh, Do they do flashbacks after that to establish some of that? I feel like they do, but I could be misremembering. That part, no. Okay. The flashbacks
1: don't, the establishing flashbacks don't really happen until they go west.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's just, that's so weird. Because I didn't even know who those characters were. Yeah. And then, yeah. And And then then he he dies,
1: she's an orphan, and there's nothing.
0: Yeah. There's no follow up. Well, he's, like, protecting them, though, right? The dumb guy, the comic relief guy is, like... Yeah, the, the
1: dumb guy, he's supposed to be there with them and helping them,
0: and... I don't understand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, that's no, fair. I, that, that, to me, was, I think, the the weakest of the fights, which is a shame, because it's also supposed to be when you... Like, it's the first time you, uh, you see the main villain of the story. It's the only yeah. time you really see Jade Fox before the closing act.
0: Yeah, that's weird, too. Weird, weird, weird. Because there's... Supposed to, it, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I think it's a weird it feels weird. I I think it is it is in communication with some other kind of narrative tradition or something. I think mm-hmm. so, but because it's reminiscent of uh it reminds me of some things that happened in a in in the few like older Chinese pieces of literature I've read
0: oh okay that. okay
1: where it's like this is this is like this is this is fine this kind of fits into that move. but at <laughs> the same time funny. it's like it like there it felt like <laughs> it it should have paid off more or should have had a little more weight to it than. yeah and i feel like that was wasted on bad comedy and a character moment that they never follow up on
0: yeah i like that fight though the choreography yeah. was kind of fun but
1: oh yeah and then they do, like, that, that whole, like, paralyzing jab, and then... That's pretty good. Yeah. That whole and then the, right. the, the the unparalyzing jab. <laughs> yeah, that's all right.
0: That's, uh, I thought that was fun. If
1: there was a moment where it's like, this is... Okay, this is actually funny. I like this. This yeah. is funny.
0: That's just fun, um, like, kung fu movie stuff.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm into that. Okay. And, uh... But, yeah, so, what other... As far as comedy goes, the ones that stood out to me were him and just a few comments made over the course of the movie. I uh the the like gang that tackles Jun that tries to get to Jun Yu in the in the bar fight. Yeah. And they're just like they're they're a bunch of goony Yeah.
0: They villains. all have names. It's good. They all have
1: yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That was fun. That's fun. I, that was funny. I I laughed a bit. And, like, they're easily manhandled and and all kind of, like...
0: (laughs) Just destroyed. Yeah. By the school. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then afterwards, the only guy, like, one of the ones they talk to is is the one who was also, unfortunately, named Go. And he's got, like, this cut-up face. And he's like, I don't even know what's wrong with the name Go.
0: (laughs) Oh, Chinese comedy.
1: Like, that was fun. I enjoyed that. I liked the little comments about how I would have come sooner, but your rooftops have been crowded. Because this was after they've been running over the rooftops nonstop.
0: And there's just, uh, it's not really funny or comedy, but just like, uh, when they're in the desert, the guy is kind of just like roguishly charming in a way where it's just kind of fun to be around him.
1: Yeah. No, and I agree.
0: As opposed to all these like stoic, I am a monk and I can't love anyone. And now I have to kill you type people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm. It, was a good, it was a good foil, which I feel is a shame because I feel like they wasted him.
0: Yeah, he, he has no impact on anything. No. Except at the very end, in a way that, as I have said, I didn't understand and was frustrated by. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Like I feel like this movie needs a plot to tie all this together because otherwise it's just a bunch of, like, could be interesting characters fighting each other in awesome fight scenes Mm -hmm. which is not a bad thing right right that's a good time but it didn't grab me which is fair do you do you have some more notes
1: i can look through here quick yeah okay do you have notes
0: um i really liked the scene where she's doing the calligraphy just because it looked awesome
1: Oh yeah, we had to. Well, I was uh, overseas taking classes and stuff like that. We had to do a, we had a calligraphy class. Aw, that stuff's hard. I bet It it looks is hard. so hard. The way you hold it, the way you have to focus and try to do everything, it is such a challenging.
0: <laughs> a brush does not seem like a good tool to <laughs> try to do little intricate characters. I don't know. Yeah,
1: um, I. Had. Oh, yeah, in that same scene, though, where um, she writes Julian's uh, name, and she's like, I didn't realize my name looked like a sword. Ooh. I like that line. Nice. That was like a cool line.
0: Uh, I really like, I think that's in that scene where she drops the teacup or whatever, so that she'll grab it, so that she knows that she knows how to grab it. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um.
1: Yeah, I'm looking through my notes again.
0: I have one more note. Okay. Because we kind of talked about the, all the other ones. Uh, the dubbing seemed kind of odd. The audio dubbing, not the. Oh, did you watch it dubbed or? No, just the way they were dubbing. You could tell that they were dubbing in. You know. Okay. People reading lines, and it didn't always look great to me. But maybe I'm just reading into that or something. But it was noticeable to me that the dubbing was off yeah
1: you see i didn't notice that but that's not maybe i don't know if i was looking for it really so
0: or not even visually but just like you know somebody will be out in the woods and they'll just be like right up here hello yeah yeah, i am talking to you and i was kind of like okay um oh the the
1: speaking of the comic relief that initial that fight with the the one the the comic relief guy and the inspector and jade fox and stuff like that when he chains himself to the tree on accident
0: okay <laughs> yeah
1: i wrote that down
0: <laughs> yeah what, what uh why why did you write it down just because to... it
1: was like that was the first time i think they that it seemed like they were slapsticking here oh okay and no not even that because i thought it was like an example of okay clearly this guy doesn't know what he's doing right he's chained himself to a tree and I just assumed it was like a he's incompetent kind of thing, but they never play up on that, and it's obvious that instead he's just supposed to be a doof, and it is kind of doofy. That's kind of he's a, a hell of moment. a doof. It is such a doof.
0: Um, they didn't need I, to do it so hard because everybody in this movie is just insane. Yeah, like they could cut a tree in half from four thousand feet away with like you know a flick yeah. of their wrist or something. You don't have to have the one guy who's not like that be like incompetent.
1: Yeah, no, it's yeah. Oh. Um, I was, I wrote down the thing about the comb. I thought it was weird that the, that her, that the, 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 the Sojourn across the West was over a comb. Even though I did like it? that fight, I didn't, oh. Well, because she says it's important to her, but I don't know if they really, I might just not have been paying attention, but I don't know if they ever really established why <laughs> it's important. I don't think so, no. Until after, afterwards, because afterwards, obviously there's a meaning attached.
0: I, but. I just read that as she needed an, an excuse to get out of this life. So he stole her comb. She's going to go get that comb, but it doesn't really Maybe. matter. That but might be it, a good way to read into it, yeah. It does matter because it's a symbol of their love. Their love. Their love. Um. Woosha.
1: There were moments after after they kind of introduced the stuff in the West, I started paying attention to all the moments that, would like, that were... You know this could be Western. this is something like in you know, a western
0: <laughs> yeah, like that isn't exclusive
1: yeah. to that medium, but it's like, ooh, now we're at this this like high noon standoff kind of thing. We're at the bar fight. that um,
0: is <laughs> the Michael perspective I'm here for, is yeah, my Western Chinese movies hit me,
1: and I wonder how much of that is intentional i I do think it's worth noting that this isn't made in a vacuum,
0: oh sure, yeah.
1: Uh, especially the director is is a world-renowned director for films outside of that that like that setting so yeah he's gonna he's going to know all these other different ways to communicate a story and i think that that's those are moments where maybe that spilled in
0: yeah I can um, see
1: not that those are exclusive to western film or western storytelling they exist they also exist in in other other mediums and other Storytelling mediums, but I think it's still. I think it's not too far fetched to say there's going to be some kind of communication there and some kind of pollination there. Yeah. And I think it's that those parallels can be drawn in a way, and I like that. Yeah. I get you. Um. Yeah, and that's kind of all I wrote for the most part. Okay. The poison at the end, being the same poison that killed Limu Bai's <gasps> master, was like, "Ooh, it's purple yin. It's incurable, but no, it isn't." And then to have that <laughs> cap off with her trying to get the cure, and she does, but she's yeah. too late. She's
0: too late, man. She's too late. If he had only saved his breath a little more.
1: Oh. But he spent his last breath saying, I love you. Oh.
0: Oh. That's all right.
1: That's I like fine. that, though. Yeah. That was, yeah. Anyway.
0: So what's your what's your big takeaway here with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon?
1: it is a big epic kung fu movie that's maybe about as, in- as inconsistent at times as other big epic movies but at the same time i came away loving it
0: okay
1: honestly the the parts that i really liked the ways it communicated with scenery the ways it communicated visually um the character stuff especially li mu bai shulian uh stuff i loved that um, and then the fight scenes were, were just great. Were fantastic. Were amazing. Okay. I thought.
0: Stick with you. These fight scenes.
1: Yeah, this movie's gonna stick with me probably. Okay. I will watch it again.
0: Wow. Okay. 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 I feel like I've. I kinda... would show it at parties. But <laughs> yeah. Watch no. It again. <laughs> no. Uh, I feel like I've given my kind of my spiel on okay. it. Um, are you ready to rank this sucker?
1: I am, but I don't think I think we might disagree on it.
0: Well okay. I have a a, a pragmatic solution, but first I'll read the the list as it is, the sprocket list. Mm-hmm. Number one we have Raw. Number two is The Witch, and number three is The Matrix. Now Michael, mm-hmm. my pragmatic Um, Like, I'm sending a little... Oh, something crashed through the window. Oh, it's a kunai with a note or something. I'm using words I don't understand. (laughs) Michael, unravel it. What does it say? It says, I could see this above the matrix, but
1: not really above the witch. Tucker. Yes. I have news for you. What's up? That was going to be my pitch.
0: (laughs) Below the witch, above the matrix? Below the
1: witch, above the matrix. Because I... The thing about the Matrix is it has a, a lot of what I liked about Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon I liked in the Matrix too. Yes. Um but at the same time if we're weighing the things that I didn't like yes. um some of the narrative doofiness
0: okay some I of the lines is, the lines is I think is I
1: I think there's a lot more weight the Matrix is dragging with it. Okay. I get that. And, you. and
0: this feels like wheelhouses battling each other, and I'm totally fine with that. Right. Um Um
1: as a side note here as far as Below the Witch, I think The Witch is just a more consistent, yes, solid film from start to finish.
0: I think the um, Witch does exactly what it's trying to do. Yeah. With no compromise really whatsoever. Yeah.
1: And I agree wholeheartedly. Okay. So I don't see it above the Witch, but I do like it more than The Matrix.
0: Okay, I'm fine with that. I you know, sometimes you just put a movie in and it just feels right where it's at. And you know what? I think it feels right between The Witch and The Matrix. Okay. So the list as it stands is Raw, The Witch, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and The Matrix. The Matrix is the worst movie ever made.
1: We we like our prestige horror films around these parts still, right? If you, if you did not know.
0: Action movies below, horror movies above. That's how we roll. That's These what are we the do. These <laughs> the rules. No uh, rules. Well, thanks, Michael. That was fun. I gave you a challenge last time. Uh, we can either follow that challenge or I have another challenge or a proposition for you.
1: Okay, let's hear all the choices.
0: Well, the two I had given you were... Valyrian or The Secret of Nym. Oh, that's right, Valyrian. And I was going to have you choose between them. Uh, okay. But my proposition to you is we, I would watch any movie you want to do with no holds barred, no, um, no strings attached, but we would have to switch off doing the MCU in order. Uh. Okay. So it would be like Iron Man and then Michael movie and then yeah, Marvel movie.
1: So here's my proposition for you. Okay. We'll do that. Okay. (laughs) But my first choice will be The Secret of Nim. Oh, Michael.
0: So do you want to do... That's very sweet of you. Do you want to do Nim and then Marvel or should we start with Marvel and then do...
1: We'll do Nim, then Iron Man, and then we can figure out where and we're then going next you have
0: free reign my guy.
1: you no, you get free reign too there gov let's Aww. we can we'll we'll play this by year.
0: okay
1: i just don't want to do a marvel movie every every no subsequent time
0: we could even maybe do a couple movies and then a marvel movie yeah, if you're not
1: that, that is fair this is this is good okay um major's give me a list of her favorite films i thought i'd kind of dig into that Absolutely. but a lot of them are they're in that cultural. they're they're in that critical a claim okay. bracket that I feel like we've been kind of stuck in.
0: That's fair. I can break yeah. us out of that whenever you want, Michael. You're just <laughs> a weird. Um, well,
1: hmm. I mean, we're gonna do M- MCU, and I think we're gonna we're gonna f- form a pretty nice rock block there at the That's bottom fair. pretty
0: quick. That's fair.
1: Like Not Iron, Iron Man, Man, but yeah. uh, we follow Iron Man up with the Hulk and Iron Man Two. So I think we. Oh my
0: Iron God, the Iron Man Two is gonna be crazy. That's gonna be a talk I, for the ages. Is that the one with the Formula One stuff, or is Where's that Iron Man Three? Give me What's Bird. It? yes that is the formula one one Uh, long may it rain well Michael thank you very much and I'll see you next time on the sprocket